Big warm welcome. I can't believe I finally got you in the studio. All these I years. I can't believe I'm up this early. Yeah, yeah. All these years I've tried Only to get you. Only you I would do this for. It comes around my house at about half six. Well, it was supposed to be quarter past six. Oh, it's a bit about, late. We get here about two minutes before seven. It, come on, you're on now. I'm like, mate. And the amount of crap he just told me about me that he's wrong, I'm going to kill him on here. It should be a laugh. <laughs> I'm going to be playing most of the music, although I didn't know this. I'm going to give you a bit of everything. And I'm going to be having a go at this DJ. I love him. Shout to Clockwork. That's what I'm worried about. to make me a cup of tea. If you're just locked in, I'm just here for a little guest spot. I've known Andy Clockwork for many years. And he's always nagged me. And I know he likes all the old school stuff. It ain't going to be an old school show, but there will be a lot of stuff to do with it. I'm, I'm, 
I've got to give a big shout to Clockwork. Everything he tells me is never what it is. He just come in the room, you want a cup of tea? You want a cup of tea? I'm like, all right, I'll have a cup of tea. So he just brought in a pint of Ribena. I'm like, what the hell is that? I know I got no tea. Ribena. Even in the room, what have I come here for? Yeah. I don't know what this geezer gets up to. Anyway, this one's a little um, track up before this. I kicked off with London something, Code 071, reinforced many moons ago. This one's about 2016. Potential Bad Boy had an amazing album. This was probably one of the biggest tunes from it. Right, this is a little drum house mix he done. Kind of went under the radar. play this sort of vibe. This track Spy, and I think it came out last year or earlier on this year. And this kind of vibe has kind of come back into fashion in the last couple of years. A lot of the hardcore and jungle stuff. I love it. I was a bit like, me. this is all the old stuff again. But it's just produced fatter. I don't really play this sort of stuff out. I wouldn't say I would never. I'm just finding it funny that there's a lot of sort of stuff coming back. And a lot of artists that were never there in the first place are getting credit for it now. the hardcore lovers, isn't it? I mean, but this kind of tip with the piano hands in the air, I used to do this, was it, Orange at the Rocket, 1990, Chris Paul, used to be me, Groove Rider, um, Randall, I can't remember, oh, um, Loft Groover. Loft, yeah, 1990, yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, 89 was fantasy, then 1991 era, and then we kind of revolved from doing that into progression between hardcore and early jungle. Yeah, see, I always think of the rocket as like, oh, I was there yeah, 93, no, no. a bit else? later. I'm a bit younger than you, and I? Only a little bit. You don't look, don't look it, at mate. me like that. You don't look it, mate. <laughs> Hype in the place. Eruption Radio Hype Breakfast. You know how we do it. And we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, history, past, present and future. Uncle Kev's in the place, I've got to behave myself today. 
mate, you've already failed. <laughs> yeah, we've got all the setup. There's only two dicks. If you want a cup of tea, I get a pint of Ribena. Are you actually clockwork? He's well. going to take a mask off in a minute. It's someone that <laughs> I've been kidnapped by ISIS or something. If you do like this track, it's Spy. See your face again. Keep your sexes coming in, people. This will be a habit though. I'm not going to be doing hardcore sets everywhere. So please, any promoters, don't start phoning me for that. This one's got a dub vibe, but it's actually Break from the drum and bass scene. It's called Do You Know. If you're just locked on, this is Eruption, Clockwork Show, and I'm DJ Hype, guesting with him, although he's disappeared again. Even his dog Rodney, I don't know what they get up to in here. There's a funky smell, I tell you that.
out of the new stuff. This one going way back to my youth. Those that don't know, in the early 80s, the very early 80s, I used to have a reggae sound with, that went on to be Shut Up and Dance and Daddy Earl. This one, Lloyd Robinson, Cuss Cuss. I think Clockwork's having a Sherman in the, in the corner. A Sherman? What's a Sherman? A Sherman tank. You work it out, Cockney. Oh, I thought it was a Barclays. I think you know exactly what it is. <laughs> They're not washing up, man. So we're, 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 show us your hands. <laughs> so we're going to talk to Hype about um, some early tracks and all things at the beginning. I want to uh, we'll, we'll just play a few tracks first and then we'll get into a bit of a chat, yeah? Mate, I'm ready when you are. say um, hello to all the locked in crew this morning, all the texting crew, the whatsapp crew, it's the hype morning glory, hype takeover this morning, hype breakfast, I've been trying to get him in the studio with me for years and years to do a, uh, a radio show, and he forgot his keys this morning, I thought oh here we go, he's looking for his keys everywhere, mate it's old age, <laughs> the thing is I had my mum, those that don't know, this year has been a um, my mother's been quite ill, so I've been taking a lot of time out of the sea, more than I normally would. And I've got her keys at the moment. I lost a lot this morning, but luckily we found it. I'm gonna bring it because I'm not. I'm not. We're not doing this show in a, like a, any 19 this and in that. It's a bit of a history lesson. But I'm gonna move into uh, one of the releases that I had on Ganja Records, sort of mid 90s. And it was called Rinse Out, but this is the original dub plate version that never come out with a different vocal and it's called Run Out. And um, it ended up having MC Facts on it because I couldn't clear this vocal. But this one's on a dub, so I thought I'd give it a spin. And as Clockwork loves the history so much. Made this one with a guy called um, Ganja Max. It's about 96, 97, 1996, 97 just come out. So where where did you make this tune? What studio was it in? Do you remember? Um, early start. It would have been Edmonton. I lived in Edmonton from about for about two, three years, right by Edmonton Police Station. And yeah, there's home studio set up there. No, actually, I didn't make it there. I think I made it. When I was renting, I was renting a place with my mate. It was a three-bedroom flat, and we had one room. I used to have a studio, and he didn't like jungle at all. He didn't like any kind of music production. So when I'm producing, you might have a bit in a loop all day. And he'd be like, why did you have that bit in? And my mate's not in it the whole song. But this was called Run Out. Um, 
Yeah, you, you want to ask me about equipment? Well, it, you know, like, like I'm going to ask you some technical stuff. So no, you know what? I, I, I think you thought. Yeah, I'm going to. No, no, I'm not going to say what I thought. I'm going to say what you thought. <laughs> you sat in the car. Yeah. So the engineers you used to use and all the and I'm like, how long you know me? No, I remember. I remember uh, a big old fantasy of you saying this is fresh. I used to say all the time, this is fresh out the home studio. But you exactly, play a new track. Brains. So what does that mean? Someone else made it. No, I know you made them. Well, someone used to come around my house. It was my mum. <laughs> well, no, back then, anyway, I used to engineer everything myself and create them right. But sometimes I would go to a studio to mix down if I'd mix down. And back then in the early days, I mean, with the scientists he would mix down, we would co-write with a suburban bass. I used to use Mike James. was um, Mark Ryder's brother and they fell out but he was the engineer for sub bass so I'd mix down some of the two but I never wrote there at all ever. anyway it's only now if I'm working I work with an engineer but these tracks like this were just done in a... I can't no it was Edmund definitely Edmund and this, so this was all written on what like an Atari ST well I had an S a what yeah ST two, was it 240 Atari ST yeah, yeah. That, and also, if you look at this tune, this tune is now two and a half minutes in, and the drop ain't come. Now the tune will be finished after two and a half minutes in modern day. I like both though. When we like beeline. give you one quick story daddy earl comes in this tune later on and when i was recording this this tune was meant to be this vibe all the way through and he come to record a vocal for a different track but he jumped on this because he was in a rush and just recorded the vocal we ended up changing the second half of the tune completely because of it big up daddy earl Straight in, in between electrical jobs. I can't stop. Shouted this. We ended up putting this beeline in. Amen. Did enjoy making this song. Tell you that.
habits shout to Johnny B I said to him I don't want to do this like some old school big shout yeah give a big shout oh, you made me a coffee where's the heroin where's the heroin Right, after this tune, I'm going to go into a track called Agony, and um, it was by Shut Up and Dance, and they made it in about 1991 or two. And they give me it, and they're like, you can't play this nowhere. There's no raves to play. And then when the jungle sound started taking off, I was like, give me that tune. And the first ever um, Jungle Fever event I did, I started with the track that I'm going to play next. And I don't know how many rewinds it got, but they went nuts. I, I proper love this tune. So next up, the original Shut Up and Dance under the disguise of Red Light, which was their like, jungle guys. The track's called Agony. Very early. Jungle is business. Original dark jungle techno, whatever you want to call it, foundation music.
You know what I've got to say? What a pleasure it is to have uh, Kev up in the studio. I've been on the uh, radio for a long time, as you don't know. But you know what? I used to... Um... You can't call me Kev. We don't know oh, each other that so, well. Oh, oh. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> but you know what? I grew up listening to this guy on Fantasy, right? I was the young guy listening to Uncle Hype on Fantasy playing... Uh... It was a kind of inspiration. And for me to get... Finally, after all these years, to get you on the radio station is an absolute uh, treat for me. So I just want to say uh, thanks. Don't take the piss out of me too much, but thank you. I just want to say, make sure you do give me that 50 quid you promised me, though. He spoke all over that. Original dub plate classic. And then he got a hard on. Here we go. Shouts to the clockwork. Even that, it says, ask you Give me the dub plate, you make me mash Give me the dub plate, you make me mash Give me the dub plate, you make me mash Next, I've got a few Send this one out to everyone that voted Labour. I don't vote, and I think they're all bullshit. This one, made in about 1992, ended up playing it late 93. God knows how many rewinds when I draw it. Clockwork's gone a bit. 
famous for special dedication that Groove Rider put on Hard Steppers label. But this one was one I put a little roller. I actually like these more than when I released them. This one's called Take Control. Gonna give you a... I'm just going through some players back catalog. Some you know, some you might not. As we got, how long we got? Three hours? I'm gonna be doing a little sort of carnival vibe, reggae, hip hop, whatever non DMB thingy bit in the show. Some old stuff, some new. What are you sweating there? I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna I think shut he's up. under pressure. I'm gonna stand over here and keep quiet. It's the high breakfast. Live in the place. Some of these tempos are all out, so I've got to jump up and down with tempos. So if I'm spoiling your breakfast. Finally, I've got a coffee. Nice coffee and all that. It is coffee though, isn't it? Proper coffee, that is. Frothy coffee. You've got it made in China. (laughs) It's coffee, but don't put no milk in it. (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Big shouts to everyone locked in this morning. What a treat, hype in the place. Ed Solo, Brocky from the Manor, who's a bit older than me. You love saying I went that, yeah, yeah, I, I always that. have a dig at him. Well, I'm 51, so I can't say nothing. He's about 72 now. He looks good for his age. But this one, Echo Box, I was so happy to release something of his. I haven't seen him much this year. Big up Brocky! And it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, Hype Players, look for me. Underscore. Hype underscore players. Or DJ Hype underscore players. You'll find me. There's only one person as ugly as me, isn't there? Right, gonna move into saying from Potential Bad Boy, one of the early releases from him that I put out, one called One Two Three Go. Got a few of his tunes to spin throughout this. country on a Friday, Saturday night. I used to love my little nights out with Uncle Hype. Nearly said it. <laughs> Let's see the uncle, mate. Let's see the uncle. Father. Shout to Daddy Earl. Shout to Shepard Down. Shout to everyone locked in. This is just a one-off. Well, I am enjoying it. I'm waking up. I've had two coffees already. Just you wait, mate. That's a special coffee. You're going to be bouncing off the walls in a minute. It's not made in China coffee, is it? Tastes like coffee, your leg might fall off.
This one, surprisingly, is from Prolix and Gridlock. I put out uh, 2009, 10, I can't remember what year. Featuring Fats, Guts to Roll. more old players tracks then I'm gonna switch up the style again I think I'll let Andy give me some uh, can you play that one yeah I want to uh, I want to go back Kev uh, hype <laughs> is it Andrew I mean clockwork <laughs> go back I want to talk about the early days the early kicking records days I want to talk about sound clash days so we'll play a few more and then we'll get into a bit of that I just want to quickly call the register before we get started this is the morning glory and we're not ignoring you just we're in the zone here so a uh, big shout to all the locked in crew Scuba, Barnell, Jet Set, Tony Loughton, Dave Faze, Buddha, TC, Steve Owen Hastings, DJ Sound, RJ Vibes, David Fresh, Brownie, Eckers, all the crew, Gowen Hastings, Sign a skip. I see you all, guys. All right. Big up your chest. It's the hype breakfast. Hype, hype, hype in the house. Giving you all I've got. We just got to roll. Local motion. Didn't come out when he done one three eight track part of a Beats by Design EP. It's got a skank to it. So I've got all the early, early morning skankers. This one's yours if you're stuck in traffic on that nine to five. You know what? 
Existed. Had a great catch up with him last week. Right, I'm going to move into a players release that came out again late nineties. This one's via USA from a fantastic producer called Hive. Know what he's doing now? That's coming up after this sing track, Local Motion. After this one, I'm bringing it back to 19... Well, I made the track in 89. It came out about 1990. It wasn't my first release ever, but probably my main... First main release with a guy called The Scientist. Back then, I wanted to be this unknown producer. And I mistakenly thought if I put my name just as producer, I'll get all the production work. I didn't have my name as artist. 
I was co-writer, co-producer. And actually, the exorcist I did make as a demo before I even met the scientist. And used to play it on Fantasy FM as like a four-track um, demo. And then I basically took that track to him, laid some keyboard sounds, the rest is history. Number one selling tune, I think 1990 or 1991. I've actually got that. Uh, I've actually got the tape of you playing the demo oh, of that before you even oh, you'll have to give released me that. it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember playing it to Shut Up and Dance because I was A and R man for Kicking Records, and um, I'd never be an A and R man. Shut Up and Dance got me the job. And they were like, "Yeah, you're going to be an A and R man," and I was like, well, "What's that? No, oh, this guy's going to call you." So basically, I was A&R man, in-house producer for Kicking Records. He gave me a bag of tapes to listen to, cassettes, didn't have MP3s then, and I basically asked for a meeting with this guy called The Scientist. He was only about 17, I think I was about 20 at the time. He had one keyboard, um, SQ80, N-Sonic SQ80, and I had a, and it wasn't, a Casio FZ1, which is a sampling keyboard, it was a copy of it, like a cheap copy. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, and <laughs> Actually... Oh, I don't know what you mean. What are you, what, are you, what, are you, what are you trying to say? Made in China. No, but it was great. And I, we basically linked. So I had all the samples, the beats, the breaks, you know, but I wasn't a keyboardist. And he put the keyboards. And that, was that all done on Atari ST again, yeah? STA, just two keyboards and a sequencer. And no, just, not even a computer at that era. So he took your original demo and then you went back in on it. You both went no, back no, in on it. No, no, I went to him with my, not with the demo. I'm just like, right, these beats. I recreated the demo with him to put his, so he put the B line. But together we were, it was natural. Mate, them tunes are just, they're in a class of their own. I think we all know that. And they were very different as well to what was around at the time. That's the thing. They were well, quite it was different me and, tracks. Me and Sh- I was in, you know, Shut Up and Dance were my best mates. We had a reggae sound together. We started off together. We actually produced together, but we argued too much. And then when they were kind of doing their stuff before they actually released anything, a lot of it was pretty shit. And me and Earl would be like, what the fuck are they doing? But then it all clicked into place. And the first release was 5678, and the rest was history. And that kind of... They were always kicking me, like, what are you doing? You should be doing this. And I'm like, Snit, I'm the hare and the tortoise. I just go up my own. I've been a very organic career. I think there's a lot of things I probably could have done quicker that I don't, but that's me. You know, I've watched other people fall to the wayside. I've watched other people sup- and pass me and go on to be multi, you know, big pop artists. I didn't want that. I consciously stepped back from that. And I like this sort of level. Or like, could pay a bit more. Well, it's got coffee in it. It's not that bad. Right, this one, Exorcist Classic, is where it all started for me in the kind of rave scene. It was my, well, production-wise. Um, before that, I was reggae hip hop, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But check this one out. Exorcist. Exorcist. I think we recorded it about 128 BPM, which was really fast at the time. Nothing was that fast. Now that would be as slow as fudge.
send them to the cemetery. It's actually Ma- Malcolm X sample. So I'm going to give you the free sort of this one and a couple of other releases I had on Kicking um, Records with Phil Sebastian, aka the scientist. That sadly, to me, he's now just as he's been a sound engineer at Fabric for God knows how long. He just does the speakers and the sound, and I look at him and think, you should have been the prodigy. He just didn't want to listen. I mean, he was a genius scientist. He, he wasn't a breakbeat guy, but the techno side of him. I mean, he could play any style of music. He was a, I think he worked with reggae artists, Greek. So you can hear it in his keyboard playing. And I used to put the break, put the street into it. So I'm gonna give you a free back-to-back for my kicking records era. Still waiting for my 50 quid. I've been here like an hour, I've had one cup of coffee, no money. I'll pay you, hype, I'll pay you. Andrew? I'm joking. I'm doing it out of love. I don't think I've done a free hour show. I did do one on BBC Six, like a history of hype thing a few years ago, if you can find that online. And I was basically telling my whole story. This one's slightly different. I'll just give you some musical history. There's a lot more I did, but I can't ever find them because I don't have them on. We're playing off MP3s at the moment. How many versions did you say we made of this? When we used to write these tunes, we always used to do like a dance floor version, a bit more musical version. Then we do what we call a DJ mix, which just be like the raw beats. This is the original version though. Two break beats, loop them. Very sample based music, I would. And the scientist was all the keyboard in. It works quite well. I'm going to give you one. That I made the same time. We made this and the next track in about a week at the same time, although they came out of totally different eras. to the scientists. This was actually the number one selling track in 1990 or 1991 in the official MRIB chart. We nearly had a top 40. I think we were top 60 or something. And the next one I'm bringing in Went midweek at night, 37 in the pop charts, believe it or not. And I remember we had a Radio 1 when they sit there and review your tune and they proper slaughtered it. They went into electronic, you know, like computer-based music back then. It was all live. This is not live. It's not real instruments. But this is the B coming in next. Now, the B was made accidentally because we were working on the Exorcist and Phil leant on the keyboard and bzzz, this buzz sound come and I was like, what's that? What's that? 
I said, we got to use that because I've never took um, hallucinatory drugs in my life. And I always got told stories about, you know, I was in this rave and I was on trips and I, I thought there were spiders or this in my hair. And I thought, imagine you're raving to a big fat sound system and you hear bees coming out of the speakers and you're on acid or something. That's going to mess with you. So we purposely made this tune like that. There's even a bit where I think he's playing the bees like into a keyboard thing. If it's not this version, it'll be another one. But this is the original and that was the boring story behind it. Yeah, but you imagine being in a, hearing that at like 5,000 watts. Ultramagnetic break. Beeline's, beeline's fat though. Yeah. Look at the beeline. SQ80. Adamski album, all built on SQ80. Same keyboard. All about the brakes back then. Again, this here is all about 125 BPM bass. The whole kicking thing came to an end because I felt like the scientists were not appreciating my side of what I was doing. And the record label guy who run it, Peter Harris, RIP, is taking credit for everything else. And I'm sitting here in the middle like Billy Nomates. Like, you know what? Middle finger salute. I do it by myself. That's why I ended up owning the record labels. Because every label I worked for, I felt like they're not appreciating what you do. And they were either ripping me off financially or saying. Although like it was a good apprenticeship, all the labels I served with. So free releases on kicking. Um, yeah, there was a remix I did that I haven't got. They they signed this kind of R&B British soul band, and I'd done like a really weird acid bass line, like something that now would probably sound quite normal, but back then you didn't really fuse it. I don't know where it is, and I really want to find it. We'll have to try and track it down. I think down. it got released on GTI Records. Even the act that did it, they were soulful, they didn't like it. But I liked it because it was just weird. See, this is the bit, you're in a rave and a swarm of bees are coming to... Oh, I've got to get out of here, man. <laughs> Where's the fly swatter? Quick, quick, quick. Absolute anthem, this one. And I bet when you was making this, you never knew that all these years later, people were still going to be loving it and playing it. If I knew now what I knew, if I knew then what I know now, I never thought any of this music would be a classic. You know, like especially the the sort of it was young. I used to call it throw, it's throwaway dance music. You know, like people rave to it, but it's not going to be a classic. In I don't know why I'm doing that voice. I never spoke. <laughs> I didn't seem to speak like that. If anything, I was more road man, yeah man, blood. You know, I was like that as a as a kid. Um, no, and I really regret that. That not. You know, like there's so much back catalogue that I don't even have a copy of, I don't have a dad. Sorry, man, I'm still laughing at Cockney Kev there. Cockney Kev, what, mate? I think he's <laughs> hanging around with you too much. Cockney Andy. 
I've never been a Cockney. All I once I was in Italy. Doing a show and this Italian guy comes, he goes, are you English? And I was like, yeah. He's like, do you, what language do you speak? I said, English. He goes, do you speak Cockney? Again, I'm doing like an American. I can't do that, but he was like, speak Cockney to me, speak Cockney. And I was like, I don't speak Cockney. I said, all right, mate, that was a piss, a piss too. Anyway. I'm going to move out of this one into the last one from my Kicking Records um, era. The next one's called um, Sound Clash. It was me, a scientist, and this German guy who didn't really play a big part, although I love him, Ralph Rupert. I think he just engineered a little bit, but he ended up like we were some um, trio, which we really wasn't. It was more me and... Also, I remember this track getting played on Kiss FM in the day. Sound clash. Not this, the B. Ruddigan used to play it and hail out where I got the sample from. I used to get worried I was going to get sued. You know what? A little while ago, I was playing this tune. And uh, because you never put your name on any of this stuff, I didn't actually know you made this My tune. My name is on it if you read the small print. <laughs> you are the most uneducated. He rang me up. I was in the middle of the show. He rang me up going... This is my tune! This is my, I was like, no, it's not. So this is my tune! I can't hey, believe I that it. I didn't even know. I've even, known this geezer for years. I'll tell you what, I didn't even, even know. If you listen to the intro, yeah? The intro of the, the next track coming on, right? It got sampled by a, a big American producer at the time, techno producer, Joey Beltram. You must have heard of Joey. Energy Flash, boom, boom. But he done a track called My Sound, yeah? And I knew he sampled it off the tune, because if you listen to this, when you hear, my sound is a champion sound, there's like a little bleep that I put in that, or scientists put in it, one of them. No, he's got that all in, So I was, but I was happy, you know, to be sampled by him. And then roll forward, I think it was nine, 2000s, I don't know what year it was now, actually. I was doing a gig in New York, just playing up front D&B, and I was hugging the decks a bit, you know. <laughs> and the guy next to me is waiting to go on, I don't know who he is, so I'm like, wait a bit longer. <laughs> Then I come off and he went on the decks and before he started, he got on the mic that I came to London in 1991 and I saw this guy, he was talking about me and I'm looking at him, I don't know who you are and it was... Joe Beltram? Yeah. Mm. And I was really, um, like, blown away by it. Yeah. I think it was Joey Bentram, Bo Beltram, or it was one of their, what's it, Musto Bones, remember? It's yeah, one yeah, of them, yeah. one of them ones, but I was really surprised because I always think, you know me, you know me behind, like I'm a big gob, but under it, I always think, what, you've heard of me? What, you know who I am? <laughs> but anyway, my sound. I hope this is the right version. My favourite. Hear that bleep? Look. My sound, which is the chunk that sound. My sound, which is the chunk that sound. 1991, I made this. The kick squad was who? You and scientist again. Well, really, all these tracks are me inside. Ralph Rupert done a bit of engineering on this one tune. And again, all these tracks, the B, the Exorcist, and um, this one, Kick Squad Soundclash, they all had more than one version. So I'm sure Clockwork will dig them out and read the small print. Next, he'll be going, do you DJ? I didn't know you was a DJ. Also, the sample was my sound, which is the champion sound. I remember being in a record shop in Rumford and uh, Boogie Time. The guy come in, he goes, yeah, you got that song. My son, give me a check that bounced. And I was like, I just guessed by the, the... 
Anyway, more, is it Morning Glory? What are we calling this show? The morning Glory. Hype Takeover. Hype Breakfast Morning Glory. Oh, breakfast. At last. Yeah, yeah. At last. Do something useful. Get the dinner on, babes. Get the dinner on. <laughs> Pull up this shoe, Kev. Come on, take this one back. Take this one back. My favourite. Favourite one. Absolutely love this shoe. I had someone uh, ring me up a little while ago and they said, Andy, what's that tune? And they started whistling it to me. Hang on, we've got a live act. Hold on, go on, do it again. He's available for mitzvahs, <laughs> weddings. Go on, do any song, you'll do any DMB, go on, any hardcore <laughs> Charlie says... <laughs> yeah, don't change the channel. <laughs> Blimey, what well, they did, and I, it took me ages to remember what it was, but I was like, yeah, that tune, that tune, that tune, and then all of a sudden, I think Mikey rang me up. I, oh, I rang Mikey and said, Mikey, what's that tune? And he, he knew straight away. So big up Mikey Shire. He's like, that's Hype's tune. You got mates? In China. I thought you was my mate. Yeah, I got a mate. He's not here, though. <laughs> I knew he was going to be horrible to me today. I said to him, don't be too horrible to me. I'm not being, I'm being nice. He drove me up here telling me I don't produce, I don't DJ. What do I do? Well, you don't make coffee. <laughs> I do. You remember? Hang on. You make nice chicken. I'll tell you that. You do make nice chicken. Mate, I'm a wicked cook. This even takes me back. That uh, is actually Depeche Mode. Arrest the President break. I was going through my back catalogue on players for stuff to play here, and I found a track I released by Universal Project called Sound Clash. And when I was listening to it, it they must have took everything from this track. I didn't even realise at the time. It's all a blur. Yeah, it had the mic sound, it had the, the break, but that's a rest the president break. Also used by Shut Up and Dance on a Ragga Twins track. Ragga Twins demo! Well, we were best mates, didn't it? <laughs> we shared breaks. Yeah, bleeps and bass. As I said, Phil Sebastian, aka Sign, is a wicked keyboard player, just natural. And he was, you know, like nowadays everybody makes um, sounds with, you know, like modules and. Yeah. He was doing all that when no one was doing it. We were all the sod it, we'll sample it stage. He was there, he could go, I want to make this sound and shape it and picture it in his head. I thought he was a genius, I still do. I just think very wasted talent, because if we'd stuck together and progressed, I do believe he would have been saying far bigger than a sound engineer at Fabric. I just think it's a waste. Not that that job's not a good job, but he was... He's a scientist, isn't he? Well, yeah, Back on then. that side. I mean, but he never... He, you know, the, we had success in two or three tunes. He was 17. You know, he's getting £600 a PA. I think it all went to his head a bit. He had friends around him that were... Whatever he did, oh, it's amazing. So I become 
a critique that stu- when you're, I find this over the years with anyone. When you're, when you first sign you, when you first sign them or you work with them, they're hanging on everything you say, and then they have success, and all of a sudden they stop listening to you as if you had no part in that, and their ego takes over. Now, if they're good enough on their own, that's fine. But if they're not, they're in for a shock, and someone like him, he disappears. This next one, I've got to play because it's, you know, classic players. Um, this one's about Pascal. 1994, and it's Pascal. And I haven't mentioned him once on the show yet. Pascal, Big up, P. Pascal's co-owner of Players. Me and him started out, I think we've been friends. We didn't start together, but we've been friends since about 92. He used to have um, Frontline Records and I had Ganja, and we kind of bounced off each other till we formed Players in 1996 with Zinc. But this was his first sort of proper big release anthem. I remember he sent me a, a bunch of tunes. And it was when I was living in Edmonton. So, yeah, 94, that kind of era. He's like, I sent you some tunes. Yeah, but there's one on the end that you won't like. And I was like, oh, cool, all right. So I'm going through track one, track two. Yeah, cool, track three. And I remember I was ironing. This is my ironing. You should have a camera and, in and here. This is on a tape deck, isn't it? You're fast-forwarding it, yeah? No, no, it was a dat. He oh, sent me a dat. And um. It got to P-Funk, and as soon as I heard that little loop, you knew. It was just like, this is weird. I phoned him up. I'm like, are you mad? <laughs> I said, every tune you said I'd like, I weren't mad. And the one that was the one you said, you won't like that, is wicked. It actually was, it's a Mary J. Blige sample, and the tune got so big that when she performed at Brixton, I think it was Brixton, apparently when she came out, they were playing this wow. for her, not, you know. And he's very quiet and humble and he doesn't remix much. I've actually got a bootleg version that Annex done that's half finished that I kind of play out. But because we're going back to the bird old days, I'll play <laughs> the original. The During the war, we had P-Funk. <laughs> Sending this one out to all the original world dance, that kind of era. Lid Airport, I remember drawing it there. I nearly swore it in. And shout out to everyone who went to Connected down there this year. Kind of, it weren't the same to me. It was just a big rave, but it was good to be down at Lid. So many memories. P-Funk. Wicked tune, though, isn't it? Absolutely. No, he was singing. He was going, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah. Oh. I tell you, he's wasted. Oh. Simon Curl, if you're listening, go on X Factor. Go on. No, that's me done, that's me done. Oh. I can't get the notes. My balls, are too low. My, balls, my balls are too low. You got balls? I thought you got done. <laughs> it's having you up here. It's having you up here. You know what? I knew. Thing is, right? He's, he's a good friend of mine. I've known him a long, long, long time. But he, as it, when it comes to radio, you know, I don't want to big him up too much because he's my spa. But when it comes to radio, I rate him probably more than any other radio DJ. And I've been on him for ages to get back and do some sort of radio show because I, I grew up on fantasy. So uh, I'm loving today. I'm loving it. Thank you. We love you too, Andrew. I didn't think he was going to find your keys and blow me out last minute, so I'm pleased. Mate, don't, don't, don't mention the word blow. People get the wrong idea. Right, from the top, P-Funk. I discovered this tune while ironing. <laughs> so next time you get told to iron, just iron and think, you know what, I might find a classic whilst ironing. I don't really know what direction I'm going to take you like after this. I might go old school reggae hip hop for a bit. 
I reckon the last hour I'll probably do up front. Or a mixture of like jungle and up front. So how did you meet Pascal? How did you and Pascal meet? Can you remember? Yeah, I was playing at a rave. I looked across the dance floor. His eyes met mine. No, I knew him through. The way I met him was I didn't really meet him. Um, there used to be a guy called Sponge. Yeah, and Sponge, I met. He's from, they were from Slough or wherever it was. No, um, High Wickham. High Wickham. How could I forget that? And um, I was in Acne in a record shop called GM, and this guy just was in there and we got chatting and he, he knew I was and he was just a nice guy, Sponge, at the time. And then me and him started having calls. He booked me a couple of times and he was making music. Then he started saying he works with this guy, Pascal, and they came out a couple of times. Pascal used to sit there virtually silent. Yeah, he's still like that, very quiet guy. But I didn't, and as I got to know Sponge and Pascal, I started to realize who's the actual brains behind this. And Sponge is like the god. And then me and him bonded and we ended up being, you know, best man at his wedding and we're, it's 2020 nearly. So are we talking, is that 94, 93? When did you meet him? No, no, team? I met him about 92. 92, yeah, right. When he had face records. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at his early catalogue, you've got some wicked tunes. No, I've got all of them. I love them all. I ain't. That's because I am. You mean you've got dodgy? I've got that tune, but I've got a Chinese version copied. Any drum and bass tune, I'll get it remade in China. about it. Right, I've got to give some shouts out to the Eruption family, to Cuckoo, to Motion, Barney Wink. I ain't reading out all your texts because I ain't got the time. Jim the Jet Set, I think he likes the way I'm treating Andy. Davey Fresh, I can't see the rest because my laptop's blocking it. I'm going to give you another one from Pascal. I don't know what year it came out, but it's bad. It's called Turn It Over. It's actually got like three parts to it. It's the Hype Breakfast on the Morning Glory. Fantasy crew on eruption.
this one if you like. Amen. Everybody pray to the Amen. Pascal at his rawest, I think this tune covered. Nice dirty track. Spice. I like that one from Cockney Days. Morning night when you're tea boy. He never had no tea. He's my Ribena coffee boy for some reason. Turn it over, Pascal. It's actually quarter to nine in the morning. I mean, time's going quick already. Only an hour and 15 left. But it's only an hour and 15 left. I've been pacing it, thinking I don't want to play too much. I'll run out. I've got a filming done. Right, before I play the next song, you know, as a story, the next song is called True Players Anthem. Now, I made this when I lived in Edmonton, so again, it's about 94, 95, but it came out, actually, I think it came out about 96. It was on the first ever project we done under the name Ganja Crew for BMG Perusia, which was a major label. I first stepped into that kind of limelight and I didn't like it. I just wanted to make underground music. But this one was um, Daddy Earl's wife singing. She actually came around, sat on my studio floor, didn't know what to sing. I had a Players Keep It Real t-shirt on, so I said, sing that. She sung it. 
on the floor. We were going to go in the studio and finish it. We never did, but the end result was two players anthem. You know the legendary Scarface samples. It's one of my favourite releases. Let's get this straight now. I never fucked anybody over in my life. Didn't have a comment. You got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? You mean when I play this song? This was kind of when I made this. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who know me and don't like me and think I'm full of this or full of that. But I prided myself on being like a straight, you know, yeah. a true. That's where the whole true players um, come from. Anthem. Never ripped anyone off in their life. They never had it coming to them. Yeah, that's me. I'm still like that. That's probably why I'm not as successful in this scene as I would have been if I played the game. I'm not a game player. I'm just organic. Left school at 12, still winging it. True players am free. I don't care to rewind that because I'm waffling too. Everyone's much. singing to this one, you know that, don't you? This is a little sing-along one. Let's get the first time I actually played this was at World Dance. I ended my set at um, Docklands with it, and it went off. I was shocked. All I have in this world is my balls. I've got to give a special shout to Zing and um, Slipmat who are locked in, which was a surprise. But yeah, we've got a couple more Zing bits to bust in the show. We'd sit there, he'd come round, play me the music, and I'd be like, that's wrong, change that, do this, do that. He'd write it all down on the back of a record sleeve and go away and do it. And, and it, we, we, we had a good um, kind of back then, it really worked. And you met Zinc in the Underground Records, that's right, isn't it? Again, you're turning it into like a gay date thing again. Like, oh, how did you like meet people, Pascal? People like yeah, to I know met, the history. I met Zink yeah. in the underground and their eyes met. Well, back then I used to go to the underground record shop a lot. I'm going to have to start this tune again. I used to go to the underground record shop Forest a lot. Gate. Forest where, Gate, um, yeah. In Forest Gate, yeah. Randall, Mikey. Um, I went there because I knew Cool and Flex from being on Fantasy Radio. Cool and Flex and his brother, Big Mike. I think, not Big Mike, he had another. He had loads of brothers, but one, the brother that used to bring him, I think his name was Big John or something. I'm terrible. But he used to come up on Fantasy and they were on after me when I was very first on Fantasy FM, which was great days. We ain't really talked about that yet. No, well, let's get into that, eh? You might have to do another show with me, mate, because you only got an hour left. Uh, it sounds good to me. I've got about 10 years worth of... I ain't got another 50 quid, though. I've got about another 40 years worth of... God. No, but me and Ben used to work together. He lived near me, so what would happen is we would just bounce off each other. And he was very um, more clinical in the way he pro... I was a lot looser. You know, it worked. It, yeah. Absolutely, it works. Some big tunes back then. Um, yeah, great days. Got no bad memories. And then Slip Matt, I got uh, Slip Matt and me knew each other before the rave scene. DMC, I used to enter DMC, DMC, DMC he yeah, yeah. come nowhere. But I used to be called Dr. K then. And then what happened is when the drum and bass scene happened, I met him somewhere. And he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm playing it. Same with GQ. Oh, sure. Gary. There's a picture with you, Slipmat, and is it uh, Mark Ryder in the background? Your young Mark no, Ryder. No, no, no. Is that no. another picture? Oh, I don't know about that. There's a picture of me, Carl Cox, Pogo, 
um, Mark Ryder at a DMC competition. Yeah, there's one with Matt there as well I've seen. I have to I've I've think that out and find out. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. But now I see a picture online someone put of me. It must be at a rave and I'm looking at Slip, mate. I've got my cut. It looks like I'm going to murder him or something. But yeah, he didn't know I was hype. Same with GQ. GQ used to me as Dr. K when we had the reggae and soul sound in Hackney. And then I met him at Island Ilford once. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I do rave. And because he was expecting Dr. K, I said, no, I'm hype. Oh, you're hype. So it was a great transition and a secret uh, one. When did it, when did so it we're going to start when, this song one on. more time. One more. Well, just quickly, when did you decide to change the name from Dr. K and Hype? And, and why? Why did you do that? What happened? Uh, you know what? I'm stopping this song for one second. Let's have a chat quickly. All uh, right. Who are you today? Jonathan Ross. Who do you want to be? That that weird <laughs> one on BBC. What's his name? The one don't, he... be, don't be careful. We're live, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just the weird ones. He's weirder. Um, where was we? I've lost myself. What were you asking me? What was I asking? See, now dimensions just kicked in. What was I asking you? You know what? Nothing. Play the tune. Play the tune, Jed. <laughs> well dance. Nighty, nighty thingy, I was there. Let's get this straight now. That's what coffee does to him. I never... And me. i got an excuse, I'm senile. I didn't have a comment. You got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for no one. First signs of old age is when you walk into a room and you don't know what you walked in there for. The clockwork is proper on that. I think he's starting. <laughs> it happens to me every day. Because I gelled my hair today, I put wax in and he's all turned on. Look. Mate, picked you up. I thought it was Tim Westwood. I wish women looked at me the way you look at me. <laughs> Blimey, I'll be all right. It's got a new haircut. No, today. no, the it's got a new haircut. I forgot this bit. See this? That is Wookie. <laughs> yeah. Wookie, a.k.a. Jason Chu, who was the son of one of the guys at Music House, Paul Chu's to cut all the dubs. He was my driver. His nickname's Watt Bus, because he crashed into a bus. And I got another mate, Watt Roundabout, because he crashed into a roundabout. I'm like, what? how could you miss a bus? But, um... I always used to make fun of him because he, he wasn't Wookiee then. And he used to work with Soul to Soul and I used to always joke with him like, oh, you're the reason Soul to Soul got downhill. But it was only a joke, he's a very talented guy. But then I was working on this track and I said, I want like a mafia. Let's get it straight. You know, these... It's just all off of a keyboard, M1. But he played it. Legendary one, yeah, man. All I have it. And this break, Zinc nicked this break off me. He loved it. He done, I don't want this break. He used to nick all my breaks. I used to, well, not nick them, I used to give them to him. To be fair. Now I've got none.
been playing this a bit too much, kept rewinding it. I'm going to move into one from Ganja. It was actually the flip side to Rinse uh, that I played the weird version run out earlier. But this, um, I've done it with a guy called Ganja Max. He brought a cassette of his mate, who I now know I know the guy, but I didn't know for years. And this year I found out who he is, and he's my mate too. Imagine your friend's got a tape of another guy, and he's your mate too, and he don't even tell you. So it was a mate, it was a, basically the story is, I'm going to stop the music, because another interesting story, I feel like Alan Partridge. Um, where was I? Yeah, we done, Pum Pum Must Smoke Gander it was called, and um, basically he came to my studio in Edmonton, he had a cassette, he's like, I've got this tape of my mate having sex with a girl, and the girl has got a boyfriend who's not him, yeah, so he's basically behind the bloke's back. And we were, and the guy was called Jeff, who um, ever the, the proper boyfriend was. So we were going to call the tune Jeff's Pussy, because there's all bits of this cassette where the guy's proper. Um, anyway, it was hilarious. It was like audio of someone having sex, and it lasted about an hour. And there's all bits. I've never cried with laughter so much in my life. And we used bits of it that we could. You know, like there was other bits that were a bit. And then I was like, what if the girl was walking around a rave and she heard that playing? She'd go fucking nuts. But then we were like, well, if she heard that, is she going to go and say it's her when she's being... Anyway, have a listen. It was great making this pum pum must smoke junk ganja. Yeah, and I found out this year. I'm not going to hail out who it is, but shouts to Fingy. Yeah, man. You must train it on pure, pure Cali weed. Cali weed pum pum, yeah. Pum pum must smoke ganja. Oh God! I love it. I, I've never. This is the best comedy track I've ever done. Listen. Who tells someone they feed their on pure cully weed? Is that your chat up line? Sending your chat up lines. I haven't plugged the lead in the um, laptop. You know Andy and his Made in China one, it'll blow the whole studio up. Yeah, you must train it on one for all the original junglists. I hate saying that. I get told to. He ain't got a plug socket and he's just told me the meter's going to run it. He's got to go shop and get 50 people. <laughs> I thought the mic went on.
the bit coming up. She never says no. I never say no. Look, listen. To have like a free deck mix up in here, but yeah, we got everything. I come up here, got two. So, even as a radio show, I did want to kind of do like a DJ playing out set. The last hour is going to be a mixture of like drum and bass and um, jungle, not just old school. We've had two hours of old school. Love is in the air. Wait, don't squeeze my ass. He to- I wondered why he told me to wear tight jeans. <laughs> wear them tight ones. You must train on pure, pure Cali Big love to everyone locked on this morning. Hype breakfast, hype in the house. We've been trying for ages. Right, whilst this one's playing, I'm going to tell you about the next track, which, um, as we were talking about the underground record shop, when I was signed to Sub Bass, I was living in Wolverhampton. I had a studio, was it S1000? Studio master mixing desk. And a few, um, you know, like little... Um, little nano bass thing. I've got, I've got I it. I don't think I had I've, that yet. I've got one of them with uh, Stu. No, but I used to unplug my equipment and go down to the underground and plug it in down there. Because everyone's coming in the shop all day, you've got instant vibe. You know, when you're writing in a bedroom on your own or anywhere on your own, you can make a classic and don't know it, you're just sick of it. Whereas I'd go, or you can make something you think's amazing and it's a pile of crap. And that was a great place to get an instant because DJs, producers. So what, they would come downstairs? No, they were all just hanging, it was a hangout place. So you'd go there, in the back they had their own studio and I'd plug in my stuff and I made the next track, I made it down there. Um, A guy called Uncle 22 done the beeline on it. Cause I was, let's get rid of that. I was working on the track and then he just came in because what was good, say you're working on a tune and you've got someone like Randall, Kenny Ken, a few others, like Zinc, as I said, used to come down there. Not that he was a wall banger, he was very um, more late, like quiet back then because he wasn't as confident, obviously, in a place like that. Mm. You know, like I come from quite a big god background, you know, and I was used to dealing with people like that. So it can be a bit intimidating for some people. I don't think he was intimidated, but he was quiet, you know. Mm. But Randall and that, you'd stand there, all of a sudden everyone beat, if you had something good, they'll beat like it's a rave, you know, like everyone's beating the walls. So you got instant, like, these are my peers, these are people going to play the music, they're all banging the walls, so it must yeah. be good. So it gave you a very good um, vibe, feel of the, yeah. No, also you left there knowing you got a decent track, not just thinking it. Yeah. And um, we done this one, Weird Energy. Um, I know, this is my favourite. The break, the break in this tune, when I've been, I was talking to you about the break in this yeah, tune. Yeah, but there's a few breaks, so you can highlight the, the one. The break in this tune is one of my favourite old school breaks. It's not Patty LaBelle, like you said to me, though. Part of it, there's a Patty LaBelle tune that I took the break from. Don't argue with me. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. DJ 
One to them. Listen to this break. Listen. Energy. And I kind of made this with a vibe from Long Dark Tunnel. You know, like, you know, the, the bells. Energy. Because I'd done one years ago and never did nothing with it. And I'm like, I could do that. Or even though the track's not like it, but the bells, look. They're like going up and down. I've never told anyone that. My secret's out. I copied Long Dark Tunnel with the bells. What an imposter. It's actually Patty LaBelle, I can't remember what the track was called, but that main break, and underneath it, ultramagnetic break that I used on the beat. And then that is the 45 King 900 number. Uncle 22 supplied the baseline. Big up, Uncle! Energy Energy So now we're in sub bass area, yeah? This come out on sub bass, didn't it? Suburban bass. Yeah, this is, they're all kind of 94. So you got side. You got side. Danny Donnelly side you, yeah. To some base. Do you want to call it that? I got side. Mate. Look how way I, back I here, aren't we? I used to have Fantasy FM used to be in a tower block in Stratford for a while, and at the bottom of it, I, there used to be like a sweet shop cap making sandwiches. I walked in there one day. Remember, no one's meant to know where your pirate station is. It? And I walked in there to buy a sandwich, and the guy looked at me, he's like, you going to do your show, or are you just going home? And I looked at him like, <laughs> didn't know what to say, because I thought, and then I'd, and he's like, no, it's all right. And then he started telling me about his son, he's got a record shop in Romford, Danny Donnelly, maybe go and see him one day, and me and Chrome. What, so Danny Donnelly's dad owned a sweet shop at the bottom of And he was Stratford. a cab, yeah, well he did. Oh, all right. Yeah, Al Al Albert, was it Abbott's, I can't remember the road, you know where the bow flyer is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how I got to, and then I and took a trip, he was 19 at the time, Danny, pulled up outside his record shop, he's driving a jet, he's very business minded, we sat and chatted for a while, and that was when I'd left kicking, gone to Mark Ryder at, um, yeah, who, when I joined was, we're going to be a production team, we're going to do this and that, he never did nothing, he's a fucking idiot, mate, he knows, he can't even start, if he was in the room now, it's probably, uh, anyway, all happy stuff, um, but I moved on Ooh, to be. Danny Donnelly, and Danny was cool, like we were cool. I just think I got a bit, um, at the time, you know, like thinking I am the label because I was passing a lot of the acts to him. You know, like Chrome and Time came via him, me. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, I felt undervalued. Like where did you, where, where did you make this track? Man. Did you make this track in your studio or was it in Danny's studio? Because I know he no, had a studio yeah, just around the corner. This guy has been annoying me all morning. I told you, I made every tune back then on my own. Ah. What I would do is if I had problems with mix down, like at the time, whoever was close to me that was good at mix downs, I might go and do some. When I was with Sub Bass, some of the tracks were mixed down by Mike Jane, but I'd be there. Yeah, but yeah. I wrote everything. Even with me and Zinc with players, sometimes I'd write a tune and he'd help me mix it down if it weren't quite right. But ultimately, I was a producer writer. Now I'm not. Like now, if you put me in the studio, I'd have to work with an engineer and be more like they'd be the hands and I'd be the creativity. And that's what I'd find no, the, harder. The, the main reason I ask that is that the, the sound of this track is very different to like the sound of the Kicking Records track. 
You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a totally different year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to look at that. If you go back to sort of 89 to 94, it was constantly changing in a row, innit? Yeah, so of course. Loads of, you yeah, can yeah. go to one era and listen to what is supposed to be either jungle or hardcore, and there'll be a range of mad tempos. I mean, 92 to 94, especially, wasn't it? Before Jungle settled into its jungle All, all changed, didn't it? Yeah, of course. I mean, there was tunes in 92. I'd have one tune that's 140 BPM, one tune's 130, one tune's 180. There, there used to be a series, Bog Whopper. I don't know if you ever... Of course, I got all of them. No, but all them tunes sounded like that everything was just playing at the wrong speed because they were speeding up the music, that but they so wasn't fast, yeah. scaling it or pitching it. Everything just speeded up, so it didn't So the key right. went up as well with the pitch, yeah, yeah of course. Right, of course. I need another tune. Well, you, you Sorry, I'm uh, waffling, waffling Who won away. the election? Who won? I don't know who won the election. Did you vote? I, I never vote. You know what? I picked him up this morning. The first thing I said to him is, I don't even know who won the election. Well, that was it. We had a big politics chat for about the first 15 minutes. Well, I, we won't go there. Cause no, let's not go there. <laughs> what I'm going to do is going to be my last one from sort of old school, if I can find it. Because Suburban Basie Studio, that um, that they made a lot of the tracks, was in Collier Row, around the corner. It's in a garage, in a converted garage. Did Say you ever go again. there? Did, you ever go, again. did you ever go to Danny Donnelly's studio that was in Romford that was in a converted garage? Like a double garage or soundproof. What era are you talking about? 92. No, that's, yeah, that's where we yeah. used to mix down. That's where Mike James was working. So that's where it was. It wasn't above Boogie Times. It was in... No, there was never a studio in Boogie. Yeah, well, not it's the one around the corner. It's around uh, the corner from well, here. Upstairs was his office. Downstairs was the record shop. You know, that was it. And he had his cars and property. And, you know, for a young kid of 19, I was amazed at his maturity... Um, in the sense of, I'd never met any, you know, I'm from Acme. Mm. I left school at 12, 13. I don't know educated people. I don't know people with business brains. That's probably why at this time of life, I'm, you know, I haven't been that business person that someone else probably would have done better educated. That's why yeah, I'm always nagging yeah. my kids, make sure you look after your money, do what you're doing. I left school, no one had nothing. We were all um, low aspirations. You know, like now in music industry, people can log on, follow, copy, learn. Back then, we created something out of nothing. Mm. There was nothing to learn. If anything, the outside of the underground, everyone looked down at this music. It's not real music. It's samples. It's mm. not instruments. But then I could say that when I played hip-hop. I mean, I was going to do a reggae hip-hop. I think I'm still going to do that. You know what? I'll do the reggae hip-hop bit because we've got... It's five past nine. Six minutes past nine here on Eruption FM <laughs> with Andy Clockwork, a.k.a. You've Andrew. You've got old Tony Blackburn yeah. on me. He don't talk like that. Anyway, this one, we go back to New Year's Eve, Millennium, was it 99 into 2000? I think every rave flopped that year because they all thought they were going to make 10 million quid. Everybody overcharged. and no, everyone else, I think all the people just went to house parties. But Zinc did this track. Um, I asked, I can't remember if I asked him to do it or he just did it. I probably asked him because I used to ask him to do a few things um, to make a super sharp shooter. Well, it's, a, it's a mega mix and I do play it now every so often um, after this one I think I was going to go up front but I think I'll do a little well, I don't know we'll see where this tune takes it anyway DJ Zinc Super Sharp Shooter 6 million Ready or Not and for those that know I keep was always credited for making Ready or Not I didn't make Ready or Not I helped him and that's my bass sound but I didn't actually make it and to this day I still get people going yeah when you made that but no it was part of the label and it was part of our you know, like when we worked together, I would advise and help him. But I didn't actually create it. He created it. Big up. The D, the E, the E, the J. 
Love is in the air. Have you got that one? He's coming round to do my washing up after. He's so happy. There's always an I've known, How long have I known you, Andy? About 20 years. Just you never did give years. me back that 20 quid. I flipping borrowed it. Where's my 20 quid? <laughs> no, I've known him years and he's, he's all right. He's a bit like me. He's all right. Although he's a bit of a... What do I call you? Del Boy, isn't he? How many business things you've got going on at the moment? I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I work at McDonald's. He works and he does everything. Right, this one never came out. I draw this sometimes if I'm doing a jungly vibe rave. fast, eh? yeah. some reggae and hip-hop, but I think I'll leave that for another show when I come on here with you. You better book me in now for about, what was it, 2020 next year, let's say on my... Next week? 2023 on a Wednesday, I'll do it. I'm actually thinking of restarting a radio show anyway, this was a kind of, let me come up here and see if I enjoy it still. For those that don't well, yeah, know, I, I stop did. smiling, that's what it is. Because you're looking at me he with them to come me, to bed eyes all he the said time. Three hours, three hours. Like the time's only gone. You've only got 50 minutes left. No, because I'm used to quick mix, quick mix. 
You know, if you play in the modern world of dancing, now, everything's quick mix, quick mix, 16 bar, and you're in and out. Three, four decks. That's what I kind of expected. Then when I come up here and see you've got a gramophone, a cassette, and one <laughs> <laughs> one broken video cassette, it was like, all right, we'll work with it. I thought I'd keep it authentic for you, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think I'm going to go up front. Not up front, up two up, but up front, cross between jungle and drum and bass, modern day for a little bit. Kind of, innit? After this one. with a little bit I wanted to do a free dip mix but like I said didn't bring free stuff in I should have done a pre-mix like other DJs but anyway I'm gonna do this one this is a kind of drum and bass jungle modern day with older vibes I don't know make of it what you will over to you Andrew in the news desk so right now we have I've never heard him so quiet I listened to him myself and you babble on and I thought you know what you know why I'm so quiet I know, because I can't he, get a word in edgeways. And he keeps going out looking for condoms. I don't know why. I'm worried. I'm worried. Right, anyway, let's get this little mix. I'm not going to talk much over it, I don't think. You know what? Me and Kev are born within two days of each other. He's exactly 10 years older than me. And uh, we've both got two younger sisters. And uh, he's the same. What are you telling everyone well, what personal business for, man? <laughs> can't be That's saying why that I can't it. talk. I ain't got no sisters. Because you don't stop. No, you don't stop. <laughs> anyway, let's get a bit of this. Bit of jungly, bit of drum and bassy, bit of oldie, bit of newie, bit of hypey, bit of clockworky. <laughs> He's still looking at me like this. You know what? I'm coming here with a security man next time. I know people, you know. I'm from Hackney. I know a lot of people. Shouts out. Don't <laughs> get the phone line. All the phone line crew, big up your chest. We'll see ya. Hi, upon eruption. Regular jungle set. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
not going to be my usual because I've only got two decks. Usually I'm three decks and things go quicker.
Locked on, it's DJ Hart in the mix. Clockwork's gone for a Sherman somewhere in the toilets quietly. Syndicate. 
put a different angle on this one. mix when I'm out. I just love it. I like the... One. Potential bad boy. I usually start jungle sets with this. has no place in this Remember the words of prophecy.
you live from Clang and Clang's International, sponsored by Clang Out, Clang Out, Can't Mix Crew. I don't know what was going on this early. I think I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of saying some off-key jungle.
Exclusive business. Hazard has conquered the dance floor for the last about 15 years. He makes tunes, I release them about 10 years after he makes them, and they become classics forever. It's amazing. He really does um, not fit the normal range. A little bit of advice to up and coming producers out there don't listen to what's out there, emulate it and then think you're going to have a long shelf life, although some have. I'd rather you be a bit more original. The good thing about modern day production is it's very easy and cheap to buy equipment to learn. The downside is there's a million clones out there. So you have to stand out. Well, at the moment, I'm looking at a lot of people big in the scene that they're good at what they do, but I don't think they're doing anything original. It's almost like they're rehashing stuff from the past. But I'm old, who knows? I love it all. Hey, hey!
jump up coming in. Make sure you can play with
we got about, what is it, 90 minutes left? You didn't do nothing. You know what? You come up here. I'm going to ask all this stuff. Blah, blah. He's just been Mate, sitting there. It's a hat takeover. I'm letting you take over. I'm loving this avenue DJing on here. This is some off key tune. <laughs> got a big system in your car, trust me, the bass makes the windows go See that one? This is Tyke. Tyke, for those who don't know, he's an artist signed to players. And he makes a lot of sort of dance floor bangers, but he does this sort of off-key dub stuff that I think is amazing. I'm going to play one more after this one of the dub stuff. It's live. I'm not in my studio. <laughs> anyway, this one, as I said. Is this a yes, it's all this made in China technology. It's like Pioneer, but it's Pioneer. Like I said, if I was on later, I'd have played a lot more high energy sort of drum and bass, but more rolly today. One fist in the air for this one. You have to have one fist in the air. Not if you're driving, keep both hands on the steering wheel. Gonna give out a few shots after this one. I reckon I'm gonna roll out after this one with just some old tunes. Real old. My son said it sounds like reggaeton. I'm like, no, mate, GMB. I did a set of fabric about a month ago and ended with it. They're all doing this skank. It was wicked. One foot forward.
Jesus! I think I'm waking up now. This one a classic. Today we're getting all hackneyed. Clapton Park, Nightingale, Holly Street. I walk in my shoes, you really can't. doing a breakfast show. Then yeah. about with old Money. Chinese Andy. <laughs> I love your young time. He's got no mic to defend himself. Look, look. He's all lost. Man, I wouldn't do that. And if I do that, I would say, sir, I'm to put the charge on me. I wouldn't do that. Absolutely, team, for tremendous. I wouldn't do that. The morning glory with hype. I'm not a fool to hurt myself. The morning glory with hype. What I've got a deep voice. Look, you look, look all a bit. You, you was all stressed earlier, and uh, I'm alright. Now man. you look. Yeah, where you no, been? You, t- you turned up, man. I'm happy. You took some photos, <laughs> then you buggered off. Now you've come back all like, uh, you know, having a fag. Two times. Right, we ain't got much time. Tell me, three times. Yeah. 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 
just running through some of the stuff I got I grew up with. I know you're evil Hey, Bobby, 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 I used to DJ with one deck in a reggae sound. We'd shut up and dance. I used to play this kind of music. I was a skinny white guy, about eight stone. What a white boy doing there? That's what I used to get. Brutality. And early shut up and like, nah, nah, man, he's cool, he's cool. Got no love, I'm a lot at the end of my sets anywhere in the world. It always drops after a nice hard drum and bass set. Sound system. I remember carrying an amp case, we had no money for vans or anything. We carried a whole sound system about two miles in the snow like by hand. You know, when you're young, you've got about 50 friends and anyone for a free party. 18 inch speaker boxes, amp cases, amps carried across Hackney Down in the snow to Nightingale Estate. Under Miss Langton. Ago, but hey, believe me, the bad singer. Hey, whoa, ring the alarm, and not a sound is dying. Whoa, hey, ring the alarm, and not a sound is dying. Whoa, hey, some sound sound like a big jump on. Listen to sound, it's a champion. Rock the dance in any session. Rock up the woman, rock up the man. Chase you out of earth. You know what? I'm definitely going to do this again. I'm going to put on an 
Iron I'm sorry everyone, but it's back to normal tomorrow. Andrew's back. The governor's back. Oh no, we hate it when the boss comes back. And chase the devil out of I've just been happy to come up here and help my friend pay his bills. Find another race. You know the doll's been on to him lately, that's why he's like, you need to come up here. To find another race. Satan is a close man, but him can't choke sit on I man. So when I check him, my last in hand, and if him slip a gun with him hand. Expect this one, but load up on guns, bring your friends, fun to lose and to pretend she's overborn and self assured. Little pop radio team, a dirty word. Hello, hello, hello. I did this in an event once, and Ragga twins were like, You mixed Movado, and that is Nirvana. Hello, hello, hello. Meeting Michael Jackson. Stupid and contagious. Here we are now. And 
is gonna be it, isn't it? Of doing it with CDJs. That's it, I'm gone. What an absolutely wicked show. Big thanks to Kev for the hype. Big shout to Hype. What a wicked, wicked show. Three hours flew by. He said to me, three hours, that's a long time. It's like all of a sudden there's 20 minutes to go. I quite enjoyed it. I wasn't comfortable with your setup, but it is live. <laughs> will we do it again? Maybe. No, we, we will, but it won't be for a while. But I do want to do a sort of breakfast show. Might be your competitor, mate. Capital Radio, anyone out there? I'll do earlies. I'll make the tea. <laughs> Can we listen back to this? Where are we going to be listening back to it? I don't do shouts, mate. I don't do shouts. Mate, I've clocked that. Scheme, SLB, Cuckoo, JP, Barney, Gail, Hastings, Scotty Sarge, Demolition Crew, DJ Shop in Southampton. Oh, it's the equipment that don't work. <laughs> no, I'm joking, it all works. It's just he's set up. He never brought enough equipment. The Pioneer EJ from Japan. It's like Pioneer, Pioneer. It's like 400 quid cheaper. You can go up on there. Was it eruption? That's it. We're gone. <laughs> yeah, you can listen back. Eruptionradio.uk. The set will be back up there very soon. Within the next. Uh, 10 minutes or so, you'll be able to go and listen to to the setback. Oh. What, the next DJ ain't turned up? Well, it's like a club now. I've got to play. Yeah, play on, mate. Yeah, you need it. Mate, I've got to go and do stuff. Dry cry. That means nothing to me. Cuckoo, where are you, mate? Oh, yeah, it's not a pi- I- I'm thinking of pirate days. All the way from Poland. Words can't explain. The young, the human reasoning, joy meets with pain. Right, I'll leave you now. Time just for us to separate. Got to see about man. Got to see a man about some stuff. Shout out to Chef. It's been a while. Why does it have to be? Anyway, as I say, 2020, I think, will be a more productive year for me. This year, as I said, I took some back steps because my mother's been very ill. Got to look after your mum. I'm the eldest. Just one of those days. Shout out to mum. And everyone else that locked in. Things began to find nothing seems important. My girl had left me and gone. There's no one to see her in another room. The essence of her beauty and the charm. The perfume still linger. Oh, damn. Remember, girl, where we coming from? Whoa. I'm the one to whom you belong. Oh, yeah. Girl, you keep me strong. Once again, there was loads of things I wanted to ask him that I didn't ask him. So I'm going to get him back up here again soon, somehow. By hook or by crook. 
to DJ Hype absolutely wicked thanks for uh, the last three hours T for tremendous top top stuff cuckoo up after the ads don't go nowhere keep it eruption radio still won't lose my interest yeah Marco I love you so 